declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. Making a wild assumption based on the fact that you clicked on this podcast, you've got some clutter. I've made this episode because I know that it is very possible and well probable too that if you go into trying to get your home fully sorted without any sort of plan or process to follow, it might not work out. I've titled this episode, Decluttering Without a Process Can Lead to Failure. And what I mean by failure is not by any means a harshly negative, like you're doomed sort of thing. I'm simply meaning the definition of not meeting a desired or intended objective. And in the context of decluttering, the objective is to end up with all of your belongings actually belonging and everything having a designated spot nice and organized. If you're like, right, I'm going to declutter this whole house and I'm going to end up super organized, clutter-free and not have to worry about excess stuff again and you head into the process without realizing that you need a process to follow and not having much of a plan to work through, then you're likely to not meet your objective. Let me share a few reasons why. The first reason is overwhelm. Whether the current state of your home is totally chaotic or not that bad. Going through the process of sorting through it all is quite overwhelming, especially because in the actual sorting through of stuff, it gets messy. What was before a load of crap shoved into a cupboard is now spread out all over the floor and you're confronting it, which can even get a little emotionally messy too. And then if you manage to get that area that you're working on decluttered and organized, you know that you've got to face that again with the other 20 areas of your home. If you don't have a plan for how you're going to work through your whole home, where you can take it one step at a time, looking at the project as a whole can just be too overwhelming and it never gets done. Look, I'm not going to cover it in glitter and make it sound like decluttering your whole home is a quick and fun solution to all your problems. It is a big task and it does take work. So having a plan that helps you break it up into many little tasks take away a lot of that overwhelm. The second reason is Distracto Town. I posted a meme on Instagram. Maybe it's not uploaded yet and it's just scheduled in the back end. I'm not sure. But it had text on it saying when you're trying to declutter but you end up playing with all the stuff you find. And then there's a photo of me sitting down with a feather masquerade mask on playing a Nintendo DS. That basically sums it up really. It can be discouraging when every time you start decluttering the process drags out into a floor covered mess and you end up distracted by everything you find. Especially if you have an ADHD brain. When I'm working in person with clients this problem is non-existent. No one's gonna cozy up in the corner with an old Nintendo when they're paying someone to help them declutter. 
The next best thing is to have each and every step of the category that you're decluttering laid out in front of you. Clarity on exactly what you're doing and what to do next is extremely helpful to keep you on track. The next point that I want to talk about is probably what I am most passionate about when it comes to this subject, and that's incomplete decluttering. This is, I think, the biggest mistake that you can make while decluttering because it leaves you, yeah, with less clutter and you are better off, but the job's not done. And it can actually lead to endless decluttering. I love to declutter, it's my thing, but I would not want to feel like I'm endlessly decluttering my house. I want my home to feel like it is intentional and that there's not more to do. There are some decluttering challenges or methods... There are some decluttering challenges or methods out there that spruik the idea of decluttering one or five or however many items per day. That's a game, not a process. Sure, it can be fun getting into the mindset of letting go, but if you're just skimming excess off the surface, you'll be doing that forever. The whole point of decluttering is to bring your space to full intentionality. When you finish decluttering an area, feeling lighter from getting rid of some stuff and putting some labels on baskets is great, but you want to look at it and know that every single thing here I use and love and it all has a spot to be kept in. If you do that for one area, bring it to full intentionality before moving on to the next area and you have a list of all the areas to complete, then when you're finished, whether you make that happen in one week or one year, when you're done, you're done. Yes, yours and your family's needs and what brings you joy will change over time and you'll do minor decluttering sessions in the future, but the whole house project is in the past and you'll be living in a fully intentional environment. And that brings me to my final reason why you can fail decluttering without a process and that's motivation. How your mind works during this process. If you make the decision to get your whole house sorted and looking ahead, all you see is a vague idea of how to work through the whole place and you start with doing some of it, you might have temporarily, you might have temporary accomplishment and motivation, but if the path forward is not clear, it's hard to push forward and stay on track. If you have the entire process laid out in steps and in order to take those steps, even when you're only like 4% through the process, knowing that and clearly seeing the process laid out in front of you, you can have the clarity to feel motivated and continue going through the process. And that can be brought back to the microcosm of a single decluttering category. When you get to the stage where stuff is spread out everywhere and it's confronting and overwhelming, Knowing each little step from there gives you the motivation to take it one step at a time and get it completed. Like imagine if you're doing a certificate or degree or something and you just knew that it was a crap load of learning and work and and when you start you have no idea what's to come moving forward and you just know that it's a lot versus when it's broken down into specific subjects done in a specific order where you can manage it all one assessment at a time working your way through the program with increasing feelings of accomplishment until you get to the finish line. It's the same with going through the process of getting from cluttered and chaotic to having an intentional and joyful space. So what is my process? I've been working for a long while now putting my process into a program that can be accessed online for you to have my steps guide you through from start to finish. 
It's called Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy, and it's the ultimate guide to decluttering your home for a simple and sustainable life. And it is finally available for the public to get in on. I created it last year. I had a group of women go through the program as beta testers. Then I took all of their feedback and recorded the course again, implementing improvements. And now it's live and ready to welcome people in to make big shifts in their homes. Before I tell you about this life-changing program, let me just tell you who it's really for. If you're always cleaning but the house is never clean and you have areas of the home that cause frustration because they are a catch-all for junk and you find yourself in a mad rush to tidy up whenever company says they're coming over, this is for you. If you're a busy woman trying to manage the family, work, self-improvement or whatever else you have going on and are really called to the idea of your home being a sanctuary that supports you, this is for you. If you're passionate about the environment but need some more guidance to align your actions with your values, with your relationship with stuff, this is for you. If any of those three situations is you, you are in the right place. This program will lead you through the whole process. If you do my program and finish it, however long it takes you to do so, you'll have a home free of clutter because I'll guide you through the decluttering of every single category of your space to make it fully intentional. You'll have embarked on a new lifestyle, learning new ways of being by developing your relationship with stuff. This process is not the kind of tidy up that you do and then it gets undone shortly after. You'll set up systems to maintain clutter-free living giving everything a home and learning a new mindset around bringing stuff into your home. And you'll do it all sustainably, knowing how to get rid of things without sending it all to landfill. If this is your first podcast that you've listened to of mine, then you might not know, but I'm super big on empowering myself and others to make more sustainable actions. There are five modules in Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy. The first one is everything you need to know and do before decluttering. Then there are three decluttering modules filled with detailed instructions of decluttering each area and category in your home. And then I have a fifth module on what to do after decluttering everything to maintain a clutter-free lifestyle. On top of the five learning modules and the 44 videos within them, you'll have, which is probably my favorite part of this program, is an interactive project checklist. So I give you a Trello board template. So there's a free program called Trello that you can use to manage your whole house decluttering project where you can adapt it to suit your space and mark off categories and each individual subtask as you do it. You can attach before and after photos, all of that. Mark down any measurements you need before you get any organizing gear or anything like that. It's a full interactive checklist which turns this whole course into really actionable little steps that you can have with you marking them off as you go on your phone. I'll give you video tours of my minimalistic home, seeing an example of what a simple home looks like for me. And I do live group Q&A calls where I'll answer any questions you have on your specific issues on your decluttering journey. And I've got an exclusive Facebook group where you can connect with other people doing the program for accountability, inspiration, and support. Now, let me sidetrack for a moment to explain that I believe in a future where humans not only stop our negative impact on the planet, but instead make a positive impact. 
which goes against the current narrative of humans just being shit for the planet. I hold a very hopeful vision where we can live lives where when we buy something, we're fueling regeneration of the planet rather than doing the opposite, which is the current situation. So for that reason, I have set my business up to do that. If you enroll in my course, your enrollment includes a donation to plant 222 trees. I have a partnership with Eden Regeneration Projects, where your positive impact on the environment starts as soon as you sign up for the course, before you even make any changes to how you live in your actual life. With each enrollment, I'll be making a donation to plant 222 trees in Madagascar, where most of the coast has been completely deforested. I'm really stoked about this partnership. I have vetted this organization and really believe in what they're doing. They can plant so many trees with a small amount of cash because they operate in a way where they set up employment hubs in impoverished and environmentally degraded areas and then fund employment of locals to regenerate the ecosystems. Yes, it's not in Australia, but I am down for what they're doing. And it feels special to me that the organization has the same name as my son, Eden, and I'm pretty sure it was named with the same vision and values that I named my baby with. Okay, let's get back to the details of Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy. I am so unapologetic for that little environmental rant because that shit is important. Anyway, Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy is perfect for you if you're wanting to do your first huge declutter and want to do it right, if you've tried to declutter before and keep reverting back to where you started. This is for you if you're inspired by people living a simpler life but don't know how to get there. If you're struggling to manage all of the hats that you wear and know that simplifying your environment will take some of the load off. This is for you if you want to experience a completely uncluttered home transformation without spending thousands on a professional organizer towards experiencing the life-changing results of what a tidy home can do for you. I've got the doors open to this program right now and there's less than a week before I shut them And there's less than a week before I shut them for a number of months. If you're listening to this within days of me posting it, and you don't want to take the chances of failing decluttering without a process to follow, this is your chance to have me help you. I've got a link in the description or show notes, whatever you want to call it, of this podcast. I've got a payment plan available if you don't have the cash for the full payment available right now too. So if you're keen to commit to making 2022 the year you get your home sorted, this offer will disappear for a while if you don't take me up on it now. If you don't want to do this program and you still want to declutter your house this year, it's definitely doable. But for the reasons I outlined earlier in this episode, you run the risk of getting overwhelmed, distracted and not completing the process. If you want to go at this by yourself, I recommend making your own master checklist and breaking it up into smaller tasks from there. Whether you're joining me on my program or taking a completely DIY approach to getting your home decluttered, and if you have a strong why and a strong vision, a strong determination and patience, and you commit to doing the work no matter how long you take to complete the process, you can get to the other side and you can live a life where stuff doesn't frustrate you, where you're aware of the impact that your stuff has on the planet and where you feel supported by your home. That reality is waiting for you and I'm here for you through the journey. 
Whether you're having me help you every step of the way by enrolling in my program or whether you just follow me on the socials and here on the podcast for all my tips and mindset shifts. I believe everyone has their unique gifts, talents and interests and this is mine. But whatever yours are, being in a simplified environment that supports you is one of the biggest things you can do to free up your time, space, money and energy to start doing more of those things that bring you joy. So with that being said, I'm going to say goodbye for now. If you're down for following my process of decluttering, the doors to my program are shutting very soon, so get on it and I'll see you inside the program. If you're not, I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast.